All right, Battle Science Podcast. I'm not having any super flavorful intro because we have like stuff to talk about, a bunch of stuff to talk about. So here, have uh, have the musical interlude thing. It's a Battle Science podcast for November, very, very end of November. Uh, this is November 29th, 2022. We are on the doorstep for 2023. God, that terrifies me. I don't know about you, Jesse. Yeah. Um, I'm Steven, a.k.a. Boy in the Woods, joined, uh, as always, on the Battle Science Podcast, Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Ivan J. Um, it is currently Hoot Hoot Spotlight Hour, and I don't have the shiny. I'd love the shiny, but, you know, nothing I can really do about that. Um, we have a bunch of updates since we are right, right on the precipice of... The new season that starts at the beginning of December. Um, in this case, it is the season of wi- wishes. Is that what that is? That what it's called? Mythical I don't wishes. Mythical wishes. Little on the nose, but okay. Um, you know. Um, all right. Before we jump into all of these new updates, I'm going to go over our Patreon podcast producers for the month of November. Um, you can join the ranks of the Patreon podcast producers by going over to Battle Science. Nope. Patreon.com slash Battle Science uh, and backing us at the $5 tier or more. Uh, that is $5 a month uh, to help fund us, keep the podcast up. Um as well as help us acquire any new gear or potential travel expenses for um, running tournament streams or other such things uh, for Pokemon Go PvP. Um, the triple P's for the month of November. Uh, Dolphin93, James, a.k.a. Jimmy Bo, a.k.a. Jim is him, Winston the Champ, Evo Stevo, Jmar, and Dan P, a.k.a. Sorov. Thank you to you wonderful Patreon podcast producers for the month of November. Um, Okay, so if you're watching a video version either on Twitch or over on YouTube, you see the nice little teaser of um, what we kind of guessed what would happen. Um, there There is a chance Niantic could have zigged or could have zagged. That's... Uh, an inadvertent joke about Zigzagoon, uh, a Hoenn Pokemon. Ha 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 ha. Oh, I get um, it. <laughs> uh, we could have we could have gotten a uh, a Lola tour or a Paldea tour, um, or a Hisui tour or something um, to more correlate with uh, the previous season or previous seasons 
all being related to Alola um, or to the more recent mainline game releases. Um, but it's it's we're going in chronological order so far. So we are getting the Generation Three region, uh, the Hoenn region, uh, for this next go tour and season theme. Um, so we are introduce Hoenn trumpets intensifies meme. Uh huh. If you haven't listened to go listen to literally the opening song from ruby and sapphire or emerald uh and it's full of like 16-bit horns and it's wonderful or is it 30 maybe it's 32-bit by the time they get to the game boy advance i don't know entirely um correct me but respectfully please um yeah so we're gonna get uh some lead up stuff also we're heading into winter so we're gonna get some winter theme stuff we'll uh we'll get into that um for the month of december hydrate as always um mega raids december 1st through december 8th mega obama snow december 8th through december 15th uh mega agron and december 15th through january 1st we get the debut debut of mega galilee um that's a ice steel if i remember correctly um no it's ice dark it's ice dark. Oh, that's right. I knew it had a uh, an interesting uh, type combo. Who's inviting me to a raid? Why are you? Mm, no. No, I'm not doing a a drift loon raid. Um, I'm going off of the December content update via Niantic. Of the season I also nine. Forgot to send you this link, and I'll do that right now. Mythical wishes. That's what you're reading. Uh, the the image infographic that they sent. Oh no, not that. Okay, what what are you sending me? It's their. Post oh, it's their blog their post. Video. Oh, um, if I'm just if I miss something, just let me know. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get to this next point last because I'm confused there. Um, raid hours, December 7th, Verizian, December 14th, Terrakian, December 21st, Cobalion, December 28th, Curum, um, all of which have the chance to be shiny, uh, five-star raids, uh, corresponding with the raid hours, Verizian from December 1st to December 8th, December 8th to de December 15th is Terrakian, uh, December 15th, through December 23rd is Cobalion, and December 23rd through January 1st is Curum. Um, all shiny eligible. I believe Verizian, Terrakian, and Cobalion, didn't they get something pretty decent? Did did uh, one of them get high horsepower or something? Verizion got quick attack. Verizion got quick attack, and then... None of the legendaries got a new move. Not No, no, not this season, but like last season. They have Sacred Sword. Okay, I feel like they got something inadvertent that wasn't announced. Maybe they retracted it last season. Um, as an oopsie, I don't know entirely. Um, events. Let me get a little Zoom action going on here. This is some small text. Uh, December 3rd, heading to Hoenn Mega Raid Day uh, from 2 to 5 local time. We will get into that uh, in a later topic here. Um, Mythic Blade. Um, boy, howdy, does that not sound like, uh, 
a ghost steel type that everyone would be excited for. I don't think that's what that is. No, you don't I think that's the fourth sort of justice. Oh, you think we get uh Keldeo? Mm hmm. Mm, interesting. That would make. Well, mm, maybe. I don't know. Uh, December 10th, Elite Raids from 11, uh, or, or Elite Raids at 11, 2, and 5 p.m. local time. Uh, that is during the Mythic Blade event. Um, December 10th through December 11th, something extraordinary. Keldeo Special Research. That's, that's interesting. Um, actually, no, that confirms that it's Keldeo. Um, so way to go. Um, they, they legitimately say something extraordinary, Keldeo special research. So Keldeo is some sort of mythic <laughs> that you get from a research line or something. Maybe, maybe you don't, maybe you just get introduced to Keldeo. Um, the swords of justice were part of black and white, uh, a part of the games that I just didn't play. Um, so I have no idea sort of. Uh, some of the, the, the goings-ons there, um, other than they're themed after, I believe, the Three Musketeers, which is an interesting concept. Um, December 17th and 18th is the December Community Days, plural, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Uh, I imagine each day, but we'll probably get some crossover and some in-between stuff happening. So set a reminder on your calendar for December 17th and 18th. Uh, December 15th through December 23rd, Winter Holiday Part 1. December 23rd through December 31st, Winter Holiday Part 2. Um, I imagine it's going to operate similar to the previous Winter Holiday events, as well as the Halloween event. December 24th through December 25th, Winter Wonderland. So more overlap of events going on. Um, so what I think that is is the map adjustment like we saw for halloween winter wonderland is going to be the up uh, there might be additional adjustment there but i imagine the winter holiday is probably already going to get like a snowy we'll get a snowy biome for the entire duration that's two weeks two full weeks between december 15th and december 31st of winter holiday so um i imagine they can they can have some fun with that one so um, if you're f a fan, if you were a fan of the Halloween map adjustments, um, anticipate some more, uh, fun visuals there. Um, and then December 24th, Christmas Eve. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. I guess guys, Hisuian Avalog raid day from 2 PM to 5 PM local time. Um, because just put it on one of the biggest holidays of the year. When the, the, doing other things. Arguably the biggest holiday, because not only is Christmas celebrated by a ton of people, but also other holidays that overlap with Christmas, if you don't particularly celebrate Christmas. So, um, yeah, it's like having a raid day on uh, New Year's Eve. Don't. <laughs> 9 p.m. Yep. <laughs> um, just, I, all right. Okay. I mean, Wait, it, let's not give them ideas. They might actually do it. They might. Um, Hisui and Avalug will probably be back, so it's not going to be like the only time. Considering we had uh, Hisui and Braviary the other, what was it earlier? Last season. Yeah, the beginning of this last this last season, and then it showed up in a couple of events throughout the rest of the season. So, um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. 
the annoying way to do it. Also, I don't know Hisui and Avalog. What's its uh, type adjustment? It goes I was from just looking it up. It's uh, ice and rock. Okay, so it goes from a monotype ice to a uh, ice and rock. Um, Four times weak to steel. I don't think. Well, we know how relevant steel is, though. Um. <laughs> um. I. Yeah. I. Oh, who cares? Maybe. Maybe Bring that's. Metagross. Go farm it. Maybe that's exactly what they they think is like. Who cares? It. We we've got to put it out at some point. We'll put it out with a little bit of pop and circumstance, but generally speaking, it's not going to move the needle on anything. So, who cares? Um, Spotlight Hours, December 6th, Whooper, uh, two times Stardust for catching Pokemon. Um, boy, howdy, would it be cool if, uh, after Whooper Spotlight Hour, they did Paul Day and Whooper, um, release. That would be sick. Um, they did it at the same time. Or they did it at the same time. Holy cow. Um, even if they didn't allow it to evolve, um, until later, like they did with, uh, Hisui and Voltorb. Voltorb. Um, December 13th, Sfeel. Uh, uh no, 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 that one, that's right before Community Weekend. December 13th. Um, Walrein, that Community that was Day was... January. Okay, so that was, huh. Wait. I was I was gonna mention Sfeel already had a community day, but then it's yep. also the Tuesday before the community day rerun weekend. Yep. Double Y. So, I mean, I mean I know it's relevant PvP wise, but just because you put Sfeel out as far as a spotlight hour doesn't mean that you can get the shadow, which is arguably more relevant. That's how it is every time they do these. They don't put out the shadow with the events. I don't. Because FOMO. It's not FOMO. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, whatever. Uh, I'm not going to try. And, uh, I'm going to stop. Try to stop myself from having it make sense. Um, because it won't. <laughs> um, someone somewhere was is considering it. And maybe they have a reason someone's, someone somewhere. Uh, December 20th, Bergmite. Uh, the base form of Avalog. Um which makes sense that in four days after that, uh, Hisui and Avalog raid day, um, we probably won't see a split evolution. It will, I imagine it will be like the Alolan forms where you will be able to evolve them at particular points in time. Um, we'll probably get a very similar concept when we get to some of the Galar evolutions too. Um, I'm trying to think, does Paldea have any... Paldea has some brand new evolutions, but it doesn't have any Paldean form evolutions. Like, um... It depends if you want spoilers or not. Um, like coughing to, um... Galarian Weezing. I mean, Dunsparce. No, but Dunsparce doesn't already evolve. That's a that's what I would consider a brand new evolution. Okay. Which they would probably just put in the game. But if it has a split evolution between its original second evolution and a Paldean form, I, I mean, there's the the new concept. I forget what it's called. The prehistoric or future form. The paradox. That's I guess maybe the only times. But even then, I don't think in. I'm not all the way through Scarlet and Violet. I don't know if you can evolve their base forms into those forms. 
I think you can only find those forms in the wild in particular areas. So, I don't know. Um, Weird, interesting concepts, um, but, like, implementation as far as Pokemon Go is, uh, who knows, we're years away from that, unfortunately. Um, Though I much, I very much like some of the new, the new stuff in this game, though. Um, uh, December 27th, uh, Cub Chew, two times candy for transferring candy or transferring Pokemon. Um, so the only one that doesn't have the shiny available is Bergmite on December 20th. Um, okay. The one thing I skipped over, um, because I'm confused, um, and they're changing some things up, our research breakthrough. Uh, complete field research to unlock research breakthrough encounters with one of the following Pokemon. Galarian Mr. Mime, Delibird, Bagon, Dino, Furfro, Gumi. Starts on December 1st and ends on March 1st. So, here's my question. You randomly roll one of six Pokemon approximately every week for... Four months. For uh, no three months, three months. So four times three, that's twelve. So you get twelve of these. Now there's six. Um. So, are you getting two of each? Is it random roll? But then on you could literally get so you could get six Gumi. Well, here okay. So here's. Here's my problem with it. We just had Dino Community Day. We've had a bag on Community Day in the past. Delibird's going to be all over the place when it comes to the holiday events. Galarian Mr. Mime is incredibly more rare um, than any of these. Furfro, I don't know how that makes any sense as far as this season, but okay. Um, it doesn't spawn pretty much anywhere except for particular events where it's featured. Um, and then Gumi at some point will have its community day, but it is incredibly uncommon currently. Um, I don't know why they're turning research breakthroughs into eggs, but they're turning research breakthroughs into eggs and it's a really dumb concept. Is that just my opinion? I, I do. But it's a test. They're obviously trying to well, so what, test something. It's sh- yes. Um, I thought you were going to say it's a test to see if players are going to interact with it, uh, and that's a catch twenty two because no duh, they're going to interact with it once you get six pieces or six days worth of research done. Um, you have to complete it. So why? Um, huh? Why? What do you mean? You don't have to collect the streak rewards. If you're able, yeah, if um, if you want to continue to do research, it locks you out of doing, it locks you out of claiming rewards from uh, stop research. You're right. Unless you claim it. So it's a forced interaction. Right. That they're so, testing. yeah, it's, I, I don't, it's. Make it one. Make it's, it only it's one. It's exactly the it's, same concept as not being able to get items from stops, even you, if you. What's the what's the way Bryce you're, puts? You're it? not it's, able to spin I stops to get able research. To get my raid passes yeah. and research without having to have items. Yeah, even if your item bag is full, um, you shouldn't have to micromanage that to 
be able to get research and to get, um, you know, a daily raid pass or an event free raid pass. Um, that that I can understand. The I, I it's devaluing research breakthroughs, and again, it's one of those things of like it's just not going to make sense to me. Someone somewhere has an idea as far as what has a goal in mind for these changes. Um, and maybe, maybe, maybe at some point we will find out what it is in a um, developer, uh, in, a, in a blog post or something. Um, and maybe, maybe it's in the blog post for the update for this season that I just haven't read yet. So maybe it's, it's there. Not. It's not. Um, I, I, I confuses me this, this, I mean, I can understand having the research breakthroughs, removing the legendary Pokemon from the research breakthroughs that I can understand because at some point that doesn't become sustainable. You then start putting legendary Pokemon at lower and lower levels that really chunks with, um, the lower tiers of PVP, um, most specifically great league. Um, but it can play funky stuff with ultra league, but generally speaking, most legendaries are already at or below ultra league level. Um, hydrate. Hold on. I'm, I'm talking a lot ranting. So a couple of the things that weren't a part of this announcement that you didn't show, uh -huh. um, new features coming to Pokemon go. XXS and XXL Pokemon are coming. Uh, trainers have found that few Pokemon may appear in previously undiscovered sizes. Uh, and it shows an image of Poochiena with three different size categories. Okay. Next, Standing next to the trainer on the profile. Oh, so and like... Kind of like what they do with the Pumpkaboos right now, but they uh -huh. haven't confirmed or denied if it affects stats. Okay. Oh, but oh, it's oh, oh. Is it different sizes? Okay, so in the game, there's already XS, XXS and XXL sizing. It's just that the models don't reflect that. Correct. Okay, I doubt that's going to change stats because it doesn't in the main series games. The only ones that do are the Pumpkaboo and are, Gorgeist. Yeah, Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist. Um, that is a neat addition um that maybe somebody asked for uh the one thing that i think that might make some sense to connect with is primarily the main series games but also a potential connection to transfer from pokemon home um just because you can catch something in something like scarlet and violet um in the overworld there is difference in i think it's the the size differences are more pronounced in legends arceus um, but in Scarlet and Violet in the overworld, you can see size differences between, um, between Pokemon in the overworld. Um, having that also reflect in Pokemon Go, I think is just making sure things are a little bit more consistent and a very small potential of getting the nod of being able to bring stuff over from home. I yeah. don't know how that would work. Um, if it would, if it, if they do allow you to bring stuff over from home into go, I can't imagine it would go well. Um, but it is a potential, um, there is a potential of it happening. So, 
and then other uh, season-specific bonuses. Uh, increased damage from participa participating in raids remotely. Trainers can now open 40 gifts daily and send 125. Wow. And then the other big one that everyone loves, one guaranteed XL per trade for trainers above level 31, and all trainers will receive an additional regular candy of that species per trade. Very nice. Um, I believe I still have a bunch of those Alolan Sandshrew for trades, so we should get those <laughs> out of the way. Um, it starts December, what was it? December 1st. December 1st. December 1st, and it should start uh, at around 1 p.m. GMT. So with the community day coming up, with all these other events coming up, if there's any Pokemon you want to save to get XLs to trades with your friends or your family, start saving and tagging things. Mm -hmm. Take um, advantage of the interesting still only 100 trades per day, though. Yeah. Um, it's actually probably in the Go Battle League update, so I was going to hold off on a particular discussion um, that we okay. are probably most likely going to be having um was there anything else or actually can That's we it. okay everything else you've covered then let's go into the go battle league mythical wishes update um uh unfortunately i did not make it to rank 19 to get the uh end of season rewards for what is it the elite tms um i still have a bunch from previous seasons that i haven't used so you know whatever um a little bit of a bummer but even with playing all of the ultra sun and doing gbl i just didn't play enough gbl um speaking of which actually i might try playing omega ruby and doing go battle stream there i might flop between doing more ultra sun because i do still want to play ultra sun and doing omega ruby um, and then doing GBL teams based on the Pokedexes from each region, respectively. Maybe. We'll see. Um, I just know that, like, with the time I have um, doing those streams, I will not be able to pl uh, complete a Pokemon game. Uh, um, a, a main series Pokemon game requires many more hours to dedicate to completing those games. <laughs> um holy cow i don't i think i'm like not even halfway through ultra sun so um though we will be getting ultra sun back as far as uh a focused region for for a season i'm sure um all right go battle league mythical wishes schedule um so starting on december 1st we will get great league and great league remix december 8th um, so this is in one week increments, I believe, the entire time. <laughs> so Great League and Great League Remix. Great League and Fighting Cup Great League Edition Remix. That's a mouthful. Yep. <laughs> um, December 15th, starting December 15th, uh, Ultra League and Ultra Premier Classic. December 22nd, Ultra League and Holiday Cup Great League Edition. I wonder if they're just changing the names of them to make them more clear i guess um december 29th master league uh with three times stardust from win rewards um actually this is for both so both master league and holiday cup ultra league edition three times stardust from win rewards january 5th master league and master league premier classic january 12th great league ultra league and master league 
January 19th, Great League Weather Cup, uh, Great League and Weather Cup Great League Edition. January 26th, Great League Electric Cup Great League Edition. February 2nd, Ultra League and Ultra Premier. Uh, February 9th, Ultra League and Love Cup Great League Edition. February 16th, Master League and Master Premier. Three times Stardust from Win Rewards. And uh, February 23rd to the end, uh, March 1st, Master League Mega Edition and Hoenn Cup Great League Edition. Uh, both with three times Stardust from Win Rewards. Regarding classes to why they uh, make Stardust only available during the Master League ones. Um, well, here's the thing. So um, Master League Mega Edition and Hoenn Cup Great League Edition. Um, there's still a Great League League available. Um, and then the other weekend with three times Stardust from Win Rewards. Uh, it's Master League Holiday Cup Ultra League, which is going to be a little bit more refreshing. Um, and then Master League and Master Premier Classic, um, which allows for a little bit more flexibility, but it's still not fantastic. Um, I uh, I don't really know reasoning. I think they're just spaced out throughout the season as well. So, um. All right, here's a thing that I want to discuss. Um, regarding Classic Cups, um, I saw this pop up on, on Reddit with some discussion. Um, trainers, as Candy XL has continued to become more accessible thanks to Candy XL becoming available at level 31 rather than level 40, and Rare Candy XL being a potential reward for completing in-person raids, <clears throat> we will be retiring the Classic Cup format after this season. We will be running Premier Cups more frequently in the future seasons ahead. Um, so classic, meaning no XL. Uh, any Pokemon that requires an XL candy to be spent to hit its limit will not be eligible if you hit it level, uh, basically level 41 Pokemon and up. Well, level 42 Pokemon and up, level 41 hit with best buddies are okay. Level, no. No, I'm getting I'm going too far into the weeds because best buddies is level is a half level, correct? Or is it a full level? It's a full level. OK, so level 41 Pokemon gained via best buddies getting to level 40, getting that additional level from best buddies. Those are OK. Any Pokemon that have any XL candy spent on them, those are not allowed in uh, classic cups. Um Premier Cups are no legendaries. No legends, no mythics. Is that correct? That uh, sounds right, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I, I, I don't... I don't know. I'm not quite the right person to have a problem with this, considering I don't usually play those uh, leagues anyway and I don't play a ton of GBL to begin with just because I don't find I don't find that form of competition generally entertaining um, but I think this is a bit of a failure on it It was bound to happen but I don't think I agree that it is needing to happen or needing to happen this early um, the level 31 barrier to entry for Candy XL started 
this past season, I believe. So it started, let's see, we're going into, uh, it would have been September, September, October, November. So yeah, beginning of September, level 31 trainers and higher would have been able to get XL candy. Um, that only gives you about, let's see, the last of the classic leagues is middle of January. So that gives you four and a half months, four and a half months of hopefully you have enough XL candy from the most relevant Pokemon. Oh, also legendaries that don't cycle through all the time. And you also have to spend a lot of money to do all of those legendaries because not a whole lot of XL candies drop from that. Um, and you'll need to be purchasing raid passes, etc. Um, oh, and spending time doing those raids because they're not exactly the fastest activity. Um, and making sure they don't run so that you can get all of the candy. And I'm going too far. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> Um, this hurts, I think this kind of hurts the enthusiasm when it comes to the higher tier, um, Ultra and Master League. Um, it hurts the enthusiasm to play those because they're the people that do spend all of the money, um, and do spend all of the time and they grind. Uh, those are considered whales, um... I don't really know what the etymology of, of calling players that spend a large amount of money on um, a video game a whale. Um, generally speaking, you spend a lot of money on a game that doesn't require you to spend a whole lot of money, uh, if any money at all. Um, considering you can play Pokemon Go free-to-play, or you can put a ton of resources into it. But don't worry, the people that play free-to-play will let you know they're free-to-play. Well, the people that are whales, you'll definitely be able to tell that they're whales. So, um, I'm not dissing against people who are free to play. You have a much more stronger willpower than I do. Um, yeah, I, I, I am a very casual spender when it comes to Pokemon Go. Very casual. Um, I, the one thing I will say about them removing classic cups is I go, I go back to my argument is What's the concern with not letting all three cups and then them adding on these special themed ones every few weeks? Mm -hmm. Where's the harm in that? If you're afraid players are only going to play one format, they're going to do that anyway. Yeah. Or why not have all three formats available as well as having one thing that rotates through? That's what I mean. Yeah. Like just at all times. Like why have Great League, Ultra League and Master League rotate on a bi-weekly basis why not just have them available at all times and so the people that whale and want to do master league can do master league all the time the people that want to you know go weird with it in open great league where there's a lot more things that are available and a lot more things to to mess around with let them play great league all the time um it's it, it's it's probably a server resource issue Less uh, and, and less of a um, uh, player focus issue, um, if anything. Um, but it's it's not. It's a it's a weird. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're what? This is season nine now. This is season nine of the of, of not of not GBL. 
because GBL started before. This is like season 12 or so. This is season nine of quote unquote seasons, which I want to say weren't always three month durations. The thing is, is they they've had the time to realize the players that are going to play great league are going to play great league. Yeah. So if it's if it's more of a way just to force people to have to play a certain format, then that's one thing. If it's servers, that's another thing. But I just think they've had all this time to refine technology, if you will, that I don't think servers should be an excuse. If that makes sense. No. Yeah. I Um, really dis I really dislike having to be forced to play Lee and arguably I don't have to play it during that time. Yeah. But it's when it's convenient to me and I'm more or less forced to play a league that I begrudgingly do not like. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a catch 22. It brings up the, a, a question that I, I don't know if I brought it up here on the podcast, but I feel like we've kind of at least talked around it of is Niantic a game developer or are they a tech developer? Um, I, that I, I'm not 100 percent sure there are there are some choices here within Pokemon Go, especially early Pokemon Go, that don't feel like there is a game developer on the other end, but it feels more like there is just an app developer. Um, also, the sort of odd format in which that Pokemon Go is, especially PvP, is Pokemon Go is a fitness based game it, it it relates into the three pillars of what niantic does when it comes to um developing the game um there are three pillars as far as what to focus on so it's hard i think maybe to have this sort of uh, and like sidecar almost so like the the main experience of pokemon go is like going out and meeting people and and exploring and that's your your motorcycle and then this weird sidecar that's just attached to it that's pvp and that they have to kind of you know maybe it's maybe it's not used all the time but it's there and they can't they can't just remove it and and they they can't just let it like break down um, because then the whole motorcycle just doesn't want to work or just doesn't work as well. I mean, they um, picked up an IP knowing what the biggest draw of the IP was. I it took, well, but here's the thing. It took them a very long time before they decided. Uh, it took them a very long time, not necessarily before this decided, because that's putting words in somebody's mouth. It took them a very long time for them to implement PVP. And I imagine there was a lot of discussion on if they should. Um, yeah, at that point that would have, if they had made PVP its own thing, like I thought they were going to do with masters back in the day, that would have probably split a big part of the player base. Mm-hmm. And they probably didn't want to do that. They wanted to keep the revenue coming in. Yeah. Um, it, that, that was it actually, you know what, that, that reminds me of that period of time. And that was a very weird period of time of like, Oh, is PVP going to go over to masters or all of these like, uh, no, <laughs> that didn't happen. No. That's a very that's a very fun thought to go back to. Um, a very very goofy time, uh, in hindsight. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, sure. 
over time, XL Candy will be considerably more accessible for a lot of Pokemon um, and a lot more relevant Pokemon as those relevant Pokemon show up over time. Um, so, you know, I, 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 I understand that at some point we have to get there. Um, I, I just don't think it needed to be this. this We're not there yet. Yeah. I, I don't think you're quite there yet. Um, but whatever. Um, mythical wishes go battle days. Excuse me. Uh, Saturday, January 14th. Four times Stardust from win rewards. The maximum number of sets you can play per day will be increased from 5 to 20 for a total of 100 battles. Timed research. Um, timed research focused on battling will be available for the whole weekend. Um, this is starting on Saturday, January 14th and through Sunday, January 15th. So you can do 200 battles over the weekend. Uh, 200 or 100 battles per day for 200 battles over the weekend. Um, completing the research earns XP rare candy rings inspired by Steven Stone from Ruby and Sapphire. Um, trainers who have already received the avatar item from the rank 20 rewards will not receive another. And an elite charge TM. Active leagues, um, Great League, Ultra League, and Master League will all be available. Um, also... Sunday, February 12th, from 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. local time. My favorite day of this season, probably. <laughs> um, Go Battle Day Vulpix. Enjoy a Go Battle Day featuring the Fox Pokemon Vulpix. Four times Stardust from Win Rewards. Um, the maximum number of sets you can play will be increased uh, to a total number of 100 battles. Uh, featured Pokemon Vulpix, available from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. local time. Vulpix will be guaranteed to appear as a reward encounter. All win rewards from the premium track will be reward encounters. You'll have an increased chance of encountering shiny Vulpix. By the way, fingers crossed it's better than the Miltank feature because um, from what I remember, the Miltank featured spawns were not always featured and also really bugged. So, you know, fingers crossed. Um, timed research. Uh, will be available on that day. XP, Rare Candy, a Vulpix Encounter, and Elite Charge TM. Um, so complete two, the two Go Battle Day timed researches, and you can get an Elite Charge TM, or two Elite Charge TMs. Um, also, evolve Vulpix to get a Ninetales that knows the fast attack Ember. This is the f first time? Technically the second time this will be available without using an Elite TM? To my knowledge, all those people that copied Cindy and now they're going to get it out for free. Kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, but you also have to have a Vulpix that you want to use for those leagues. Um, by the way, I hoard Vulpix. I'm fine. <laughs> well, you say that until you realize they're probably not going to put Vulpix back as a rocket Pokemon. I already have shadows. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Um, but those of us that don't, oof. Oof. I'm sorry. Um, again, I hoard Vulpix. Um, my act box space is Vulpix. Uh, it's a it's a chunk. It's not a huge amount. I think is I still it, have is more it Pikachu. Is your rare candy? No, 
No, I think I still have more Eevee and Pikachu that I just need to commit to like removing um, from my box to clear out space. Um, Vulpix, I've tried to be pretty lean on. Um, active leagues during Vulpix, um, Vulpix Go Battle Day, by the way, are um, Ultra League, which I don't think Ninetales gets anywhere near. So, yay. Um, and Love Cup Great League Edition, which I want to say is, what is it, red, pink, and white colored Pokemon? And so, a Hundo Vulpix maxes out at 2577. A Hundo Vulpix? Yeah, or Ninetales. 2577? Yeah. Does it perform well so enough for, for Ultra League, though? below Ultra League, you want, like, think like 8, 15, 15. Is that, is that usable, though, in Ultra League's meta? Yeah, I mean, it's... Think how well it performs as a fast charge-move-attacking Pokemon in Great League. Hmm. Um, It might be available to be used in Love Cup. I don't know. I don't remember off... I feel like Love Cup was pink, red, and white Pokemon. Um, And I don't know if Ninetales classifies that or if it classifies as yellow. We don't know. You have to go back to the traditional Pokedex. You'd have to go back to Bulbapedia has each of the colors um, that they're referenced as in the at least Gen 1 Pokedex. Um, Go Battle League Season of Light Rewards. Uh, At level 1 or rank 1, you can get Metang and Marini. Um, At 2,000, which I think is Ace. This is for the end of this week. Oh, Go Battle League Season of Light Rewards. No, no. This particular article has a lot of issues. It has a lot of grammatical errors. So this article says, Go Battle League Season of Light Rewards. This is actually for... um, Mystic. This is for, yeah, Mystic Wishes. Or Mythical Wishes. (laughs) Um, We will get to that. We will get to more of those here shortly. Um, So at uh, 2000 ELO... Axu, 2,500, Noibat, uh, 2,750, Gumi, and at 3,000, Pikachu Libre. I see it every season, and I'm really not going to to go into it any further. They said Pikachu Libre would be um, adjusted at some <laughs> point. They hill, still right? haven't. Yes, I, I will die a hideous and gory <laughs> death on this hill, um, impaled by many spears. Uh, at some point, Pikachu Libre will leave this tier. When that will be, I will probably be done playing Pokemon or potentially in the ground. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, d- come on, guys. Seriously. Um, just say it's never going to leave this tier. Uh, I'm not going through all of the standard encounters because there's too many of them. There's a lot of them. We're not going to worry about it. Uh, Go Battle League Timed Research Pass for our most dedicated battlers. A pass to access battle-themed timed research will be available in the in-game shop at no cost once Go Battle League Season of Light. Ha ha. Season of Mythical Wishes begins. Um, That's uh, issue number two. Um, Speaking of which, though, I have my own Go Battle League Timed Research. Okay. I'm two wins away from getting another 1,500 Stardust. I don't care. Um, this time research will keep track of your victories throughout the season. So unless this is 
specifically for a last season and they just forgot to remove it for the article for this season because they copied and pasted. I don't know. <laughs> uh, avatar items and other rewards. Again, at rank three, you get the Pikachu Libre avatar costume. Um, at ace rank, you'll receive the rings inspired by Stephen Stone. Uh, at veteran rank, you'll receive shoes inspired by Stephen Stone. Um, why are the shoes not first? I, that's a odd whatever. Um, at expert rank, you'll receive top inspired by Stephen Stone and pants inspired by Stephen Stone, um, a.k.a. you'll receive Stephen Stone's top and pants preferably washed already. Um, at legend rank, you'll receive the pose inspired by Stephen Stone where he points with all five fingers in your general direction. Um, yeah, it's cool, I guess. His pose from Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Nothing more. Um, I still wish some of this, some of these avatar items would be in some sort of paid feature because boy, howdy, am I not getting those ranks? Um, seriously, there are tons of other gym leaders and champions that they haven't featured yet. How come that stuff is not available um, in like a paid tier? Cups, you can look forward to the following cups this season. Cups that hold liquids. Cups that don't hold liquids. Uh, Etc. That's a dumb joke. I drink more water. You should too. Um, Not just you, Jesse, but everyone. Great League. Surprise, Pokemon must be at or below 1500 CP to enter. Please, at some point, just... Great League Pokemon must be at or below fifteen hundred and one CP. <laughs> just one. Just just for just for three months. Just make it. Just go for the goofiness. Uh, Great League Remix: The twenty Pokemon most used by trainers ranked ace and above. Great League will not be allowed in Great League Remix. The following, your top the, the following Pokemon will not be allowed. Venusaur, Nidoqueen, Alolan Ninetales, Lickitung, Lantern, Azumarill, Umbreon, Skarmory, Swampert, Sableye, Metacham, Altaria, Walrein, Registeel, Deoxys, Form, E, does, no, Defense, Form, E, Deoxys, I goofed that one up, Bastiodon, Scrafty, Galarian, Stunfisk, Talonflame, and Trevenant. Um, I'd just like to point one thing out. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Lantern. You did good last season. <laughs> you did well enough to get banned this season <laughs> yeah. in Remix. Um, I wonder what Pokemon it bumped off. <sighs> would require pulling up the previous season stuff. So, um, ooh, Ultra Premier Classic, Legendary Pokemon, Mythical Pokemon, and Ultra Beasts are not eligible. So they're adding the Ultra Beasts uh, tag. Um, very good. Very good. Uh, uh, Fighting Cup Great League Edition. Oh, are you ready for... Oh, they fixed it! Grading, fight, Fighting Cup Great League Edition at one point had Skaroopy, which didn't make any sense, but it was there. It was a ban. <laughs> uh, Fighting Cup Great League Edition. Pokemon must be at or below 1500 CP. Psychic type Pokemon are not eligible. Um, he, so fighting cup, great league edition remix. The one bullet point that's not here is Pokemon must be at or below 1500 CP to enter bullet point fighting type Pokemon. The only fighting type Pokemon are allowed 
and then the third bullet point of psychic type Pokemon are not eligible, as well as the following bands Hakama O, Komomo O, Buzzswall, and Sneasler, because they're just too darn good. Um, Hakama O and Komomo O are counter users with dragon moves that just perform grossly. Um, Buzzwall has poison moves. No. Buzzwall has, has bug moves and poison moves, along with fighting type moves. Is a bug fighter um, and is generally pretty darn gross. Also, not super it's accessible. Lunge. Yeah. Lunge is just too powerful. Um, overall, also is not super accessible at 1500 CP. I think if you did everything for GoFest, you had access to two of them? Two under and then the two. most recent event last weekend. So three. Three of them under Great League. So, uh, and then Sneasler, because that was also very limited um, and is a poison fighting um, and is resists all of the fighting, because fighting is neutral against fighting. Um, and in this case, um, Sneasler just doesn't care. So, um, most of those, it's an accessibility issue. Yeah, and that just makes sense. Yeah, because um, um, oh, what's its base form? Jumango? Jumango, Hakamo, and Komo are all very all inaccessible days. as far as to get. They are very rare. So they'll they'll get their community day at some point, but. We're, it's going to take us a little while to get there. Um, we'll get Gumi first, I think. Gumi or Noibat, one of them. Right. Yeah, at around this time next year. Um, Holiday Cup, Great League Edition, Normal, Grass, Electric, Ice, Flying, and Ghost-type Pokemon are eligible. Um, Weather Cup, Fire, Water, ice, and rock type Pokemon are eligible. It's interesting that it's the weather, but flying type aren't it's, allowed? It, it's the weather element attacks. Rain dance, sunny day, sandstorm, hail. Okay. Uh, electric cup, Great League Edition. Uh, only electric type Pokemon are eligible. That's pretty interesting. Uh, Stunfisk and Chargebug are banned. Um, <laughs> fascinating. Um, I don't... Charger bug just too thick. Charger bug's too thick, and Stunfisk also resists everything. Um, if this were the main series game, it would also not take any damage from any of those moves. So, um, you know, that seems fair. Um, ooh, they adjusted Love Cup. So Love Cup is only red and pink colored Pokemon, and they have, oh my goodness, they have lists. They have lists. They have their own lists. They have their own white lists. That's adorable. And it's just at the bottom of the page. We'll get there. Okay. Um, Hoenn Cup, Great League Edition. Uh, only Pokemon with a Pokedex entry. Pokedex number from 252 to 386 will be allowed. Yoxus. <laughs> yep. The Yoxus Cup. Yay. I don't think there's really a dark type for Deoxys to get beat up by so attack changes are you ready for three adjustments look out here comes wing attack wing attack in trainer battles energy generation increased because I, I honestly think that was kind of needed 
Um, let's see. You said uh, people have been saying that's Noctowl, Star Raptor, and Pelipper. Pelipper. Uh, does Pidgeotto have it or no? Pidgeot. No, Pidgeot uses Gust. That's right. It's Gust. Um, Charizard has it. Charizard does have it, doesn't it? Isn't it Legacy? Hmm. Hmm. Um, to my knowledge, the energy generation increase is like small. Um basically it's the bird up meme. Right. I don't have they released the numbers on that one? Not that I've seen. Okay, because the infographic I have that you sent from Ghost Stadium only has Charm is the only one that has an adjustment as far as the yeah. numbers. Um Poison Fang, trainer battles, energy cost increased. Um, I'm not, I'm not the most upset with this one, to be honest. Um, especially cause they put poison fang on a number of different things. It just means my boy Golbat and my boy Crobat are just not as good. Well, they benefit cause they, Golbat has wing attack. That's true. Yeah. Crobat has. So Golbat stays about the same. Like I mentioned earlier, it just gets shadow ball one turn faster. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Making neat, though. Making it a little bit more scary, but yeah. Crobat, unfortunately, doesn't get wing attack. Yeah. Uh, until we get a community day and it gets wing attack or something else. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Zubat community day. You're going to hate it, but it's going to happen. <laughs> um, and Wismer. And, Take your bets. And then the move that is not the bedrock of PvP, Charm, has had its trainer battle's power reduced from 16 to 15. Dramatic users are rioting. Um, dramatic pause as I drink some water. Um, I don't think this is as dramatic as some people are making it out to be. Um, I think I, I would I have to dive into some some details to see what the percent what a, a, a percentage of the percentage of damage reduction from one season to another with this charm nerf. Um, Razor Leaf is still really good, and I think it had almost exactly the same adjustment um, a couple of seasons ago. Um, yeah, but how many Razor Leaf users are you seeing? I think that's an overdramatization of the the result of its damage reduction. I think people are thinking, oh, now Razor Leaf is trash. I just don't want to touch it. And it's like, well... If you get down and dirty with the stats, I don't think it's that bad. Um, I think the the one thing, the one strat that does get hurt from this is going ABB where B, so uh, A of one type, B, and B of another type, um, specifically in Go Battle League where you're running only three Pokemon, um, having um, two Charmers in the back. Um, running two charmers in one uh, squad of three. Um, I think this um, hurts that strategy in particular just because you then have two Pokemon's worth of the amount of charm damage. That is when your damage reduction from one season to another will be felt more, I think. Um, charm hole. Yeah, so charm hole is probably going to be... Um, not as effective. Not quite as effective. A little less oppressive, to be honest. So, 
Um, but I think with the pre- prevalence of um, poison that we've had in the last couple of seasons, um, I, I uh, you know, that will help as well. That will continue. Um, attack availability updates. Now, this is some really cool stuff. Um, Litleo and Pyroar are now able to learn the fast attack incinerate. If Litleo wasn't already good in Little Cup and Pyroar, I don't remember what meta Pyroar was available in. Ultra. Is it no? No, there was a. Maybe it was a Sylph League. I think it was a Sylph League where Pyroar was one of the only fire types available. Because I think normal types were allowed, um, and Pyroar is a normal fire. Excuse me. Um, uh, now that it has Incinerate, that's going to perform better, because I think before it had, like, Fire Fang that just um, just didn't feel quite as good. That's a great question, Jim. Um, I'm going to go through the move availability updates, and then we'll, we'll um, I don't mind sort of speculating on that. Um, Pseudowudo, Agron, Tyrantrum, and Aurorus can all learn Meteor Beam. Uh, Meteor Beam was the Community Day move for which one? Gigalith. Gigalith. Um, that's a nuke move, I believe. Yep. Um, Pseudowudo with counter can probably get to it a little bit more reasonable. Um, and Aurorus, I think, has... Um, powdered snow so that's pretty awesome um i don't I, I don't think this really moves the needle on agron though it gives does give it a little bit more flexibility um and tyrantrum is also a stone a, edge with a chance of a debuff and competitive does meteor beam have a debuff yeah Ooh. all right spicy i like it um and then i don't honestly i don't just don't know if tyrantrum really overall performs as a rock dragon um yeah yeah um dusclops will now be able to learn the charge attack polter poltergeist i almost called Sorry, it poltergeist myself it's a hundred percent chance to increase attack to your beam is wow whoa okay and it's but it's still a nuke move right yeah that's Huh. Okay. It's base power is 140. <laughs> and requires 120 energy. So it's hyper beam. That's kind of gross, but also that's kind of awesome. <laughs> Especially on something like Aurorus that can probably get to it in no small uh, or in a smaller amount of time. Um, this uh, doesn't help agron in the absolute slightest um maybe helps it be a more better rock type attacker for pve yeah but not having access to that boost much like with the ghost ones it's a raid move yeah um dusclops golurk and gorgeist all get poltergeist um again a nuke move um i don't think golurk maybe an ultra league poltergeist works on it um there's some speculation that or so initially it was dusk noir that got poltergeist but now it's mm-hmm. confirmed that dusk clops got it and dusk clops in great league is a level what close 43. to yeah pretty chunky so that's not bad it just doesn't help that a lot of things have anti-ghost it, 
it makes it so that you can replace return. Um, you don't have to have return. You can run it over shadow punch. I think it is. Okay, that's that is helpful. Um, and then uh, Gorgeist just doesn't. Gorgeist no. is really niche anyway. I don't think Poltergeist really helps it. Um, no. Why run that when you can run Shadow Ball? Mm -hmm. um, this next one, I think, is where I get really interested. Uh, Galarian Rapidash, Swine, and Mamoswine can now all learn the charge attack high horsepower. Um, now, I don't know if I got to talk about it on a regular Battle Science podcast, but I did talk about it in the Battle Science After Dark podcast. Um, I didn't get to play any of Teddy Ursa Community Day, so I have no experience with high horsepower whatsoever. Um, does it boost stats? Nope. No? Okay. It's just it's a... It's 110 base damage for 100 energy. So it's a, just a pretty solid, pretty... It's 10 more power than an earthquake for 10 more energy. Okay. Um... That adds. Oh, it's the same energy. Oh, ooh. Um. Let me check. Let me let me make sure. Okay, that adds some good anti steel, uh, on Galarian Rapidash. That is some nice. Um, that's nice coverage. Um, I think Galarian Rapidash already had a pretty decent move set, especially with getting Fairy Wind last season. Okay, so. So it's a faster earthquake. Earthquake okay. is one forty for one twenty. Okay. Um. Piloswine and Mamoswine giving it... I don't... Did Piloswine or Mamoswine have Earthquake? No, they don't. They, they don't have even have... Those. That's right. So this is more power for them. Earthquake. Yeah, this is more power for them, which I think is good. Um, I don't Mamoswine know... Mamoswine specifically, because it needed it in Master League to deal with Dialga and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Galarian Weezing and Amphros can now learn the charge attack Brutal Swing. Um, this is great. This is my favorite part of the update. So Galarian Weezing now has what? Fairy Wind, Brutal Swing, and... Sludge Wave and uh, Overheat. Oh, it's so wild. Oh, uh, rough. So um, with Overheat, it can deal with steals that absolutely wall it. Um, oh, wow. Wow. This wow! Is what I was talking about Galarian Weezing just all of a sudden became very relevant. That's 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 ridiculous. This is awesome. Um, way to go, and Galarian Weezing! Fairy, fairy wind from 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 having zero tackle, from having tackle and like nothing else, from being just terrible to having maybe I don't want to say one of the best move sets, but from having having that to having a really fun move set. Way to go, Galarian Weezing. There, I'm going to send to you on Discord. <clears throat> um, and then Amphros. Amphros with Brutal Swing is... Um, uh, 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 it's interesting. You now have an Ultra Spammer with Thunder Punch and, and Brutal Swing. Yeah, I mean, Brutal, yeah, Brutal Swing is a faster move, so that's an interesting. I don't know what the Dark is helping it beat that it... It I helps mean, it beat Shiftry. Or not Shiftry, uh... Uh, Trevenant. I, I guess, yeah. It, it, uh, ghosts and, uh, ghosts and psychics. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's either that or focus blast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's 
focus blast is a requires more energy anyway. Um, so look at those moves I'm weaving. Where's move sets? Tackle and fairy wind as far as quick moves. Play rough, sludge. Um, oh, play rough, sludge, hyper beam, and overheat. Um, it had what did it have initially? Was it tackle? Just tackle, uh, sludge, and hi hyper beam. beam yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was bad. And then they buffed. And then they buffed tackle. <laughs> <laughs> and then they gave it fairy wind. Or no, they buffed tackle and gave it fairy wind in the same instance. Uh, and then at some point, actually, some point pri previous to that, they give it play rough. And now they're giving it brutal swing. <laughs> That's wonderful. This is, Army knife now. this is great. This is this is absolutely wonderful. Um, Jim <laughs> Jim is him asks why so few updates. Um, and here's my my shoot from the hip in answer right off the bat is um, we're nearing a point where the balance is actually pretty solid. Um, where this is not hitting, um, the, the small adjustments, the attack changes, um, are small adjustments where, you know, maybe a little bit more overall balance could be used. Um, they're not anything super major. Um, they're just small adjustments where it feels like, uh, charm was a little bit overused, um poison fang was a little bit overused um and wing attack is something that um was underused um um the attack availability updates also small i think just because you don't want to do you don't want to do too much um, because if you end up doing, there's, there, there's definitely a balance between doing nothing and doing too much, where if you do too much, your, your issues with the overall balance of the game can get lost in the sauce. Um, that's a good term. Um, so nothing okay nothing new as far as moves sure but i think um i think the problem that we're running into currently um and the problem comparing pokemon go to the main series games is there's a lot of pokemon in pokemon go that can learn moves that are in pokemon go that they just can't learn currently um trying to think of an and example that's their gate to make them relevant is to then slowly introduce over time events that make you want to play those uh well that's a side effect that's a side effect but i think it's it's finding the balance overall and trying not to um uh it's it's setting the table with the flying china gently and over time rather than um forcefully moving it to the position you want and over forcing it and breaking things um to continue to use analogies that maybe i don't need to um again <laughs> if if you do too much in one period of time the problem is if if things go into chaos it can be very difficult to find out okay where is the actual problem um that's something with 
experience design, um, in general design overarching, is that, um, and especially trying to get feedback from people that aren't necessarily experienced with what's going on in their surroundings. They don't know the details. They don't know the decisions as far as what's going on. Um, that if if you show, say you're an artist and you show somebody um, a photo or a, a, a painting that you do of, say, the human figure, uh, to go back to my um, college experience, if I did a human life drawing and I showed it to somebody, Somebody might just say, a, a general layman might say, um, I don't like it, something seems off, um, or it's not realistic enough. Um, now, somebody that's, um, if boiled all the way down, you could just have a bunch of people that just say, I don't like it. It looks weird. Now, that's not helpful, but there is some helpful there. Um, the issue with that you know, drawing might just be that your proportions are off or that depending on how your figure is, one leg might have been drawn slightly larger than the other or slightly longer than the other to where your human brain says that doesn't seem right, but you don't have quite the same knowledge and articulation to be able to say, no, 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 this is the problem. You're you just need to change your the the sizing and foreshortening of, of how this works. Um if you do too much, um, again, if you do too much, it it then becomes, I don't like go battle league anymore. I don't, you know, whatever. Um, I don't want to play it. It feels weird. Whereas realistically, it could just be, um, or it feels like, oh, poisons are 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 um, in previous seasons. Poisons are too powered. I see poisons all the time. Poisons are too strong. Well, maybe it's just that steels aren't there to help counter them. And not necessarily that we need to nerf poisons, but we need to buff the things that are super effective against poisons. Or maybe we do just legitimately need to nerf poison. Um, there's just a lot of moving pieces here. And, and doing small adjustments here and there um, are going to yield better results for future adjustments than doing wide sweeping changes to everything they probably already have a list of things of okay we also want to tweak these and we want to add these for future releases but but they have to work in increments here so um pidgey will become an issue again it will get to feather dance sooner now than before their debuff um Yes, but what coverage does Pidgey have or Pidgeot have that, um, or is it Pidgeotto? What Pidgeot. co what coverage does Pidgeot have to be used over, say, something like Noctowl? Um, yeah, I was wrong. It does have Legacy Wing Attack. Pidgeot does. Um, also, it's what the only thing with Feather Dance currently. <clears throat> Sounds right. Um, they can just ban it because it's just one thing rather than the entire an entire bird species. Yeah, or the entire flying. Um, I honestly think this will make Pelipper really good. I like the thought that Noctowl, um, will become a lot more relevant. 
because that uh, it, it makes me smile with the thought that uh, Jamar um, was basically the well, he's the pioneer. Um, oh, God, what's the what's the phrase? I liked it before it was cool. Yeah. Um, what was that? Um, not hippie. Hipster. He was oh. the Noctowl hipster. He like he used it before it was cool. Um <laughs> I like that idea. Um I also like the idea that Star Raptor can get just ever so slightly better just because I really like Star Raptor, even though its move pool is well, absolute butt cheeks. So <laughs> um So yeah, I, I mean yeah, yeah, Pidgeot might be absolutely I mean there was the small period of time where Pidgeot was just disgusting and we'll probably go back to that at some point but um yeah I mm, yeah mm, eh. uh, um I think they're constantly looking at it Jim is him um as far as fine tuning i it's it's less of being at the point of fine tuning it's just at the uh it's more of the they're um they're always fine tuning especially some of the these move tweaks in particular the attack changes um these are very fine tuning um that you know, we yeah, might not see beginning of season move reworks. Yeah, these aren't these aren't massive adjustments. These are this is probably um, like mid season adjustments. This is this is pinpoint. Um the attack availability updates. Again, I this doesn't like in, in GBL, this doesn't move the needle. I think Galarian Rapidash might be the the two Galarians might be the biggest adjustments here, um, in say Great League. Um, Mamoswine might be a pretty big adjustment when it comes to Ultra and Master. Um, I, I don't think anything else really adjusts each respective meta that they are relevant in, like, at all. Um, Agron, this doesn't do anything for Agron when it comes to PvP. Agron's still absolutely terrible. Um, Pseudo Wudo is relevant sometimes, and I don't think this makes it all the more rele relevant. It just makes it a little bit better. Um, Litleo and Pyroar, again, never this super relevant. This makes them a lot more relevant. It makes them more I, relevant. Come back in, to it, but go ahead. It, as far as fire types, sure, it makes them more relevant. Um, I don't, I don't like that Incinerate is like now the go-to of like ah, it was bad before. Just give it Incinerate. Um. I mean, just because it's was? it's so slow. Like I get the energy generation, but it is in in a uh, in a game where you can deny energy and damage being resolved by throwing something in the middle. Um, this hurts Litleo and Pyroar. Incinerate hurts Litleo and Pyroar because they are also frail. Um, you need that damage to resolve, and from my play in Go Battle League, it in doesn't. It more or less makes them a uh, Talon Flame clone, right? Because they do have Flame Charge, um, but they don't have 
the nuke debuff move with Brave Bird, they have no, what body slam? They have uh, flame charge, crunch, and flamethrower. I think. Okay, that's interesting enough. Uh, but again, I, in in Great League, I don't think this moves the needle because no. they're weak to counter all the time, and waters are always relevant. Um, so incinerate in little cup will be pretty funny. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think, yeah, again, the two Galarians I think is probably are, are probably some of the bigger great league adjustments. Um, the three ghost getting poltergeist doesn't help anything. Meteor beam Aurorus will show up. And maybe Tyrantrum in limited metas, but I I don't think in Great League there are people that are going to try them, but I don't think they're going to move the needle there. Um, and Amphros It'd be like uh, using a and Marowak with Fire Blast. It's spicy, but just once. Yeah, I love Amphros. It's one of my favorite Pokemon. Brutus Wing's not going to get people to start using it. I mean, I use it anyway, so... <laughs> I mean, and I'd love to use it more, too. So, yeah, for sure, but... Um, I have a Shadow Ampharos, so this is going to be real fun. Alrighty. That is all we have for... The season update for competitive. The season updates. So... This coming weekend, I believe it's Saturday. We'll we'll get into it. Uh, Mega Sceptile, Mega Blazekin, and Mega Swampert debuts are heading to Hoenn Mega Raid Day. Um, a raid day inspired by the first partner Pokemon of Hoenn is coming to kick off the season and celebrate the announcement of Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn. We'll get to that here in a minute. Join us for heading uh, heading to Hoenn Mega Raid Day. Um, quote, heading to Hoenn Mega Raid Day, end quote. That's a mouthful. Uh, featuring the debuts of Sceptile Blaziken and Swampert's Mega Evolutions, Mega Sceptile, Mega Blaziken, and Mega Swampert Energy won't be available again until Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn, so make sure you take advantage of this opportunity. Um, I think they should be, what, 100 or 200 energy requirement for Mega Evolution. And again, unless you're trying to um, Mega Evolve sooner than the seven-day initial cooldown, um, you won't need any more Mega Energy beyond that. R- uh, remember that Mega Update from the beginning of this current season. Um, read on for more details. Uh, heading to Hoenn Mega Raid Day, uh, Saturday, December 3rd at 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Mega Pokemon debuts, Sceptile, Blaziken, and Swampert. Um, remember, so Mega Sceptile is Grass Dragon. Um Blazekin is still fire fighting, and Swampert is still water ground. Um, let's see. Mega Sceptile is uber weak to ice. Um, Mega Blazekin, let's see. Um, your best bet there is probably just going to be Psychic, so have fun with Mewtwo's. Um, Mewtwo's and uh, Mega Alakazam to boost Psychic's. Um, and Mega Swampert, uh, grass, 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 grass. There really isn't a super fantastic grass raid DPS. <laughs> seen the memes. What? 
Let me find it. I'll get back to you. I've probably seen it before. Um. Yeah, I guess Verizian, but that hasn't been around for a while and also isn't super fantastic as far as um you know what uh wait to do mega swampert last just raid a bunch of mega septile and use those <laughs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah mega swampert with one single razor leaf guess i'll die <laughs> exactly um <laughs> we i That's was ex- too good i was expecting these to come out with hoen tour um, I appreciate that they're coming out ahead of time, but also we're just coming off of a raid day weekend. So back to back raid day weekends, I guess. They got to keep the money coming in. It's not end of the year yet. I guess so. You do get free passes, uh, up to five additional free raid passes from spinning photo discs during the event. So I think that means six. You have your one and then five additional. So you can do each twice. Uh, the season will see us revert the one extra free raid pass, isn't it? No, I mean, so you get one for the day, and then you get five additional for raid day. Okay. So I think six in total, but it, they could be completely butchering the language, and it could only be five. So, um, but realistically, it could be two per, which is enough energy for the while, I think. Um, they want people to spend money on the primals during the tour. Yes, um, that does make sense. They also don't want to overabundant mega uh, evolution Pokemon during that uh, during that tour. Also, uh, by the way, Mega Swampert gives additional candy for both Groudon and Kyogre. So, yeah, way to go, Swampert. Just massive shoulders to hold the weight of the world, Atlas. <laughs> Calm down, bud. Uh, um, no need to boost your ego too much. Um, I'm trying to go like all uh, Canadian Shoresy and start chirping him. Um, will Primal be like a Mega Evo? Uh, that's they haven't said. They haven't said, but that's been our assumption this whole time. Um, mega or event bonuses. Septile caught during this event will know the charge attack frenzy plant. Swampert caught during this event will know the charge attack hydro cannon and blazing caught during this event will know the charge attack blast burn um i will be looking for septile and blazekin because i don't have the hundos of those two i do have a hundo mega swampert just waiting for that mega energy um you have an increased chance of encountering shiny septile shiny blazekin and shiny swampert um so three hours of raids uh split amongst the three so um I imagine some areas aren't going to be, you know, split 30, 30, 30, or 33, 33, 33, evenly like we b- saw amongst with the three. The Ultra Beast this last weekend, it was like, I want to say for us, Buzz- Guzzlord and Cartana were everywhere, mm-hmm. while Buzzlord and uh, uh, Nyaliga were a little bit harder to find. Yeah. Um, so you'll just kind of have to wait and see. Um, event exclusive ticket for five US dollars or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to purchase a ticket for the following bonuses. These bonuses will be in effect from Saturday, December 3rd at 2 p.m. to Saturday, December 3rd at 10 p.m. local time. Six additional raid passes from spinning gyms for a daily total of 12. 50% more XP from raid battles, uh, increased chance to get rare candy XL, and two times stardust from raid battles. Um... You're essentially buying a free raid pass with extra bonuses. 
it this is um yeah you're buying yeah you're you're a, a dollar you're buying five regular passes getting one free plus bonus yeah so dollar amount wise sure but you're still buying and supporting a practice that like is basically pay to win because it's more xp and more rare candy xl um people are gonna go for it i will probably hold off probably just because i don't want to go absolutely ham um now if they keep these bonuses for the primals i think that's a much better option um yeah because i think more people are going to be interested in doing those primals uh kyogre and groudon are both mon i don't have the, types. i don't have the best of their types and i don't have the hundos of either so um yeah, I, I, I doubt we will. I doubt we'll see this for those. Yeah, I also have additional raid passes, so I'm not, you know, itching to spend five dollars and get more. So, um, yeah, I mean, mileage may vary. If that's something that you want or need to do, then go for it. But I don't like it. So, yeah. All right. So besides all of those have had a community, you should have enough XL. Mm-hmm. So in this, it references Go to her Hoenn. So we'll talk about Go to her Hoenn. Um, actually, before that, community days for this month or this season, uh, December seventeenth and eighteenth is the uh, community day rerun. Uh, community day Saturday, January seventh. Mark your calendars. Uh, Saturday, January 21st, Community Day Classic. Oh, oh, Community Day Classic, January 21st. So, uh, two community days. Wow. Two community days in December, two community days in January, uh, and one community day in February at the very beginning, February 5th. Um, no idea what these community days are going to be. Um, I'm going to click on February and see if they have any additional dates or anything. They do not. Um, additional dates or additional in-game events coming in December. Saturday, December 3rd, which is the Mega Raid Day. Saturday, December 10th to Sunday, December 11th. Um, I think that was Keldeo's event. Sounds right. Maybe. Uh, and then December 24th and 25th is one of the holiday events. Um, so we will see more of that. Let's see. So, yep. Keldio is the 10th and 11th. Uh, Winter Wonderland. So it's winter holiday, which is the two-week event. And then two days within that period is Winter Wonderland. One of those days is also Hisuian Avalug Raid Day. So you have three things all overlapping at the same time time um we also that's christmas weekend so we um boy howdy pokemon go tour las vegas go tour ho in las vegas pardon me um it comes to nevada february 18th and 19th experience an exclusive two-day pokemon go in-person event in las vegas of all of the places to go play Pokemon Go, uh, sure. Um, actually, so I've I have it. 
it was years ago at this point. It was prior to COVID. Um, but I have experience playing Pokemon Go in Las Vegas. Um, if you get yourself a hotel room on the Strip, um, I don't know what they put in those buildings, but your GPS will go wild. You will walk distances uh, that are not real. Um, it will GPS drift like crazy. Um, uh no, not necessarily like crazy as far as distances, but over time you will accumulate distances as it basically just goes back and forth across the street um, with GPS drift. Um, I was there, I think, for the first ever bug out event back in like 2018, 2019. Um, it was pretty solid, I will say, um, as far as spawns and stuff, though this is specifically at a sun, the Sunset Park. Um, is where this is specifically, though you will have some period of time in which you can um, play out uh, in the rest of Las Vegas. Um, trainers, your favorite Pokemon from the Hoenn region of Pokemon Ruby and Pokemon Sapphire are coming to Sunset Park. Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Las Vegas arrives in Nevada in February 2023. Don't miss your chance to play Pokemon Go with thousands of other trainers from around the world while catching, trading, and battling with your favorite Pokemon. Who knows which rare Pokemon you may encounter during Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Las Vegas. Uh, probably rare Pokemon from po Pokemon in the, host, uh, the Hoenn region, you know? It would be kind of bizarre to see rare Pokemon from outside the Hoenn region at a Hoenn event. You know? Um, ticket prices until December 31st, so you have a month, uh, $25 um, for February 18th and February 19th. So supposedly, this is two days. Um, let's see. No, there's an asterisk here. Why, are, why is their wording so terrible? Pokemon Go Tour Ho in Las Vegas attendees may purchase a ticket for one day of the two-day event or purchase a one-day ticket with an additional second-day add-on. Oh, there you go. Uh, one-day tickets are $30 or the equivalent pricing tier. Um, you'll see tickets available next to the Pokemon Go Tour Ho in Las Vegas, blah, blah, blah. Um, 25 each day, so $50. Um, that's not small. What was the cost of GoFest? Think twenty five. Was it twenty five or thirty? Um, event gameplay will be available only on the date, time, and location specified uh, on your it ticket. Thirty five. Thirty five. So it was higher. Well, it was higher per day, but you can only go one day. So it's higher overall for this. Um, if you do two days, if you do one day, it's cheaper. Uh, tickets to this event are non-refundable, subject to applicable law and exceptions set forth in the terms of service. Tickets are first come, first served, and are available for purchase while supplies last. Um, event gameplay. Do I have that one open? Nope, that's the global. Um, event gameplay is primary. The primary, um, the primary thing here. Um, this is the. The, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to Vegas. And then I read this, and I was like, okay, maybe I want to go to Vegas. Teaming up with Team Go Rocket? A special research story only available to ticket-holding trainers is coming to Las Vegas. Ever wonder what it would be like to work with Team Go Rocket? Trainers uh, at Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn, Las Vegas, will be able to take part in an exclusive adventure and work alongside the Team Go Rocket leaders for the very first time. Have they changed their ways, or is 
this all a trap. Discover what Team Go Rocket is up to this time only at Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn, Las Vegas. Um, trainers in Las Vegas will also have access to the Chasing Legends special research story featuring Kree. Um, my hunch here, you are teaming up with Team Go Rocket against Team Go Aqua and Team Go Magma. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have any ins- insider information. Steven just really wants the. I just want to work with that. Team Go Rocket for a little while. Because uh, I think that would be cool. I'd love to see some more dialogue from them. Um, um, yeah. It looks I, really weird seeing them all together like that. Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Um, I also want to. Uh, diss on Arlo some more since I'm Valor and he left you could have been team leader Arlo but then he went to Rocket coward Um, shining surprises new data is coming in that has Professor Willow stumped it looks like trainers taking part in Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Las Vegas will have an increased chance of encountering shiny Pokemon originally discovered in the Hoenn region Uh, ticket holding trainers at the in-person event in Las Vegas may have increased luck in encountering shiny Pokemon. Shiny Pokemon are not guaranteed by purchasing a ticket. Um, of course, because it's odd based, uh, complete your Hoenn Pokedex. Uh, there should be an asterisk here. Shiny Pokemon discovered a never before seen shiny Jirachi encounter. So complete your Hoenn Pokedex. Um, it's not confirmed that Kecleon will be here, but it is the final, Hoenn Pokemon that has not been released. So, yeah. Um, Primal Surges. Kyogre and Groudon, I have them reversed, but, uh, are surfacing, bringing the might of the earth and the sea with them. Experience the power of Primal Revision, Reversion for the first time in Pokemon Go at Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn. Ticket-holding trainers in Las Vegas will have additional opportunities to complete Primal Search field research, leading to encounters with Primal Groudon or Primal Kyogre. Um, complete Primal Search field research, leading to encounters with Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre. Does this mean that they're not Primal Raids? I don't yeah, that's the thing everybody's wondering. So, Primal Raids. But then this also makes it sound like... Uh, Complete Primal Search Field Research, leading to encounters with Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre. Does that mean you're only limited to one ex- one encounter with each for the event? I don't know. Maybe this... it's just an additional one through research. Yeah, that, that might make sense. It's, it's confusing to me. I don't know. Which means you could get a great league. I don't know. They're, they're... <laughs> great league, Kyogre. Whoever, whoever does their type... Uh, whoever does their 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 written word for some of their articles um, is isn't the most clear. Um, there are raids and research. That, that's what I feel like is okay. Insane. Yeah, it's they really need to work on some of their. Be more clear, please. I'm gonna be. I really if I'm, hope it's not a separate Pokemon. I hope it's a mega constrained like a mega evolution. Yeah, I could potentially so the be fact spending. That it's showing in that primal raid as a primal Pokemon makes me wonder. Yeah, I mean, but that's also the same way they show the megas. So, and it's above a five star raid. Raid. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um. 
yeah, I, I feel like they should probably be, I don't know, more clear if I'm going to be spending $50, potentially $50 for two days, a two-day experience, but also hundreds of dollars on travel and hotel and food and everything else. So, you know, inspire me to want to spend the money. Also, the other thing that I wanted to mention, because it's for sure, it's, they're never going to say it, but it's for sure happening. There's a contract with the city of Las Vegas and their tourism board or whatever it is so that um, this event is only happening in Las Vegas or is happening in Las Vegas as long along with other locations so that Las Vegas sees an income and revenue because of travel. And so Niantic is making additional money from Las Vegas because Las Vegas knows it's going to be making more money. So, yeah, this is why we're having an in-person event along with a global event. We'll get to the global event in a moment. Um, oh, uh, evolve your experience, upgrade with special ticket add-ons, take advantage of the Events 9 bonus daily raid passes. For even more raid passes, you can purchase the Raid Lover add-on and increase the number of free daily raid passes you can earn during the event to 18 per day. Ticket add-ons are active for both Saturday and Sunday. More add-ons, more DLC, more bonus pass. That it's. Ah. <coughs> I need to be drinking more water. Um, I'm feeling it. Boy, was it cold today. I'm surprised I'm not um, just super dry. Um, like dry skin and everything. Special Pokemon will appear in the wild. Special Pokemon will appear in unique habitats during the event. Also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter Shiny Unknown H, Shiny Surskit, Shiny Gulpin, Shiny Torkoal, Shiny Cacnea, Shiny Tropius, and Shiny Relicanth. Um, in Habitite, Blustering Sands, Torchic, Ninkata, uh, Cacnea, Bagon, and more. Habitat, Eerie Mists, Surskit, Metatite, Chimeco, and Absol. Habitat, Verdant Earth, Trico, Wormpole, Mawile, Gulpin. And Habitat, Ancient Shores, Mudkip, Lilip, Feebas, and Clampearl. Uh, remember, Hoenn Games, 7 out of 10, too much water. Hmm. Um, the following Pokemon will be hatching from eggs during the event. 2Ks, Pichu, Iglybuff, Trico, Torchic, Mudkip, Azuril, and Whineout. 5K eggs, Surskit, Gulpin, and Cacnea. What a tiny pool. That's adorable. 7K eggs, Trapinch, Feedbass, Bagon, and Beldum. And 10KAs, Torkoal, Tropius, and Relicanth. Um, exclusive live experiences, legendary photo opportunities, time research, go for a spin with Spinda uh, and field research, collect mega energy and catch ghost type Pokemon with new field research tasks. Trainers with a ticket will have a boosted chance to res uh, of receiving this research. Boosted chance of receiving research with paying money. <sighs> All right, just word things better. Don't. That's ridiculous. Exclusive in-game bonuses for ticket holders. Make sh uh, make the most of the event bonuses with additional add-on bonuses. You can purchase Egg Enthusiast, Raid Lover, and Saturday Sunday Pass add-ons. Um, ticket holder exclusives bonus up to six special trades can be made within the park. 50% Stardust cost on trades made within the park. Uh, increased chance of encountering shiny Pokemon. Uh, half hatch distance. Up to nine additional free raid passes from spinning photo discs of gems. Uh, and incense will give a boosted chance of encountering costume Pokemon and unknown. 
Um, they didn't reference any costume Pokemon in any of the previous information. So, yay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pikachu with Kyogre and Groudon outfits or something. Or uh, Poochiana with Aqua and Magma outfits. Because, boy, howdy, do Aqua and Magma grunts love Poochiana. Love, love, love Poochiana. Um... I missed both of the Kraken's goals. Way to go. We're back up. This is awesome. Um, new features and items. Check back soon for additional info. <laughs> yeah, boy. Um, neat, right? I guess. Uh, it's only happening in one spot so far. They haven't announced another location in another part of the world. So if you really want to do this, um, you you better go to Las Vegas. Um Having been there twice, once when I was a kid and once when I was an adult, an adult um, I honestly do not care for the um, um, spinning of slot machines and the overall debauchery um, that happens in Las Vegas. Um, the whole what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. I generally don't care for that. Um, having been there twice, you can still get some nuggets of enjoyment from the overall Las Vegas experience, um, without taking part in those. Um, hopefully it's still there. I believe it was a restaurant called Nacho Daddy that had some fantastic nachos. So if that's your kind of thing, you know what? Go for it. Um, that's a name. Um, they've got some. Um, I'd have to dig up the Reddit thread. Um, cause actually I asked some people, I was like, Hey, I'm going like to disappointment dip. I have no idea. Um, left for milk and never came back, uh, <laughs> to, uh, guacamole. I don't know. Um, some really good restaurants, some really cool, um, uh, some really cool experiences. I think the, the hotel design while like, um, you know, uh, a little extreme um also kind of cool um the indoor moat or the indoor river in one of them that it's like one giant mall um that has just a moat with gondola or not is it gondolas the little rowboat things that you see in italy just um, just going yeah, around the whole gondola. thing i forget the name though um it's um there's some there's some cool stuff there. So like even if you're not um you know into the the whole uh gambling and stuff, there's there's uh opportunities to have fun there. Um I mean on top of playing Pokemon Go. So um I don't know. I'm not a hundred percent sold. I'll see what the cost is like. I'll see about location stuff. Um we are planning on going to the regional Pokemon Go PvP regional uh, or play Pokemon event in Portland uh, with a couple of months after. Um, the benefit is that's somewhat local to us, so um, cost for the Portland event will be can be less. So, um, Jim is him is saying that he's there in Vegas about once a month. So if anyone needs any recommendations, um, that works out. Um, 
Uh, oh, I missed your comment about your power was flickering. Um, is your power flickering or my audio flickering? My power was flickering earlier. Um, yeah, may I. So, Jesse, you're saying you've never been to Vegas? Nope. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I think there's a. It's it. If it were someplace like Chicago, I think it'd be cooler just because I'd never been. Um, but um, I'm not. I I don't love the idea, considering we only have what a little less than three months. Heads up, um, a little less than three months. Heads up, and yeah, um, and it's still expensive. Like I would have loved more heads up. Like just say it's a Pokemon Go tour event, and say it's in Las Vegas on these days, um, and tell us. I don't know, literally over the summer, like right after GoFest, so people have an understanding as far as costs and stuff. Um, also, it, it lands on top of two major regional events for Play Pokemon, um, which like really doesn't help. Um, the benefit is there's two weekends for this. There is a global event, um, and we'll talk about that now. Uh, Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Global. A global adventure is coming to trainers around the world on Saturday, February 25th and Sunday, February 26th. So I believe one week after. Exactly one week. So the next weekend. Uh, special research chasing legends. Trainers around the world will be able to enjoy special research featuring none other than Re from the Go Ultra Recon Squad. Professor Willow has tasked Re with researching Hoenn folklore about the red and blue orbs. Items which are said to have some connection to Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon. And Re needs your help. Um, that's a pretty interesting way of doing it, considering Professor Willow would have a lot of stuff on his plate. Um, and Re is basically a brand new NPC. Might as well just, you know, use that fresh experience of someone that doesn't really know a whole lot about the world of Pokemon to help tell the story to people that don't know a whole lot about uh the world of Pokemon. Um, your chance to encounter Pokemon first discovered in the Hoenn region. New shiny Pokemon discovered is that shiny Jirachi. Primal Surge. Something is happening to Kyogre and Groudon, and, and they are bringing the might of the sea and earth with them. You can encounter their yeah. You can encounter their <laughs> primal reversion forms for the first time in Pokemon Go and experience the true nature of their power at the global event Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn Global. Uh, masterwork research wish granted wishes can come true um just ask jirachi trainers around the world will be able to purchase masterwork research to encounter shiny jirachi masterwork research with fewer steps leading to an encounter with shiny jirachi will be available to ticket holding trainers who attend pokemon go tour home in las vegas pokemon go tour attendees with the shorter masterwork research will not be able to purchase the longer global masterwork research so this is behind a paywall yay um ruby versus sapphire challenge as the earth and sea clash which side will you stand with all trainers will be able to pick between a ruby or sapphire badge the team you pick will shape certain aspects of the event the badge trainers pick at pokemon go to her home in las vegas will carry over to the global event the following weekend unique field research collect mega energy and encounter ghost type pokemon with new rare field research tasks uh the following pokemon will appear in raids primal raids 
Primal Kyogre, Primal Groudon. Five-star raids, all of the forms of Deoxys. One-star raids, Trico, Torchic, and Mudkip. Special Pokemon will appear in the wild. Um, I believe the exact same habitats as before with the exact same spawns. Uh, the following Pokemon will be hatching from eggs during the event. Um, I believe the exact same. Yep, the exact same spawns. Way to go. Uh, new features and items come back soon for additional uh, details. Um, and enhanced play Las Vegas. Looking to take Pokemon Go Tour Ho and Global to the next level. Join thousands of other trainers at an in-person event on February 18th and 19th, 2023 in Las Vegas. Um, so the Team Go Rocket team up, exclusive timed research, uh, and I imagine maybe more dense spawns and being able to play with other people um, will all be happening in Las Vegas. The core of the experience, which is all of Hoenn spawning, um, or all of Hoenn being featured in a weekend along with Kyogre and Groudon will be happening as well during the global event. So if you can't travel, you won't be missing out on too much. Um, if you want to double dip, you can spend the extra money. Um, so, um, questions, comments, concerns, Jesse, how do you vibe with this? I'm not a fan of pay to win. Um, I don't necessarily it's I don't necessarily think it's pay to win. You do get additional spawns. Um, you get you you pay potentially fifty dollars to double your overall time with the event. Um between um the first weekend in Las Vegas and then an additional weekend globally. So wherever you want, um, it doesn't directly relate. It doesn't directly correlate to better performance in PVP just because you spend two weekends. Now it does allow you to get potentially better PVP IVs for some Pokemon, something like Relicanth that doesn't spawn globally. Um, And if you want to grind both weekends, you do get additional candy, stardust, etc. Um, XP. But I don't again don't think that's necessarily pay to win. Right. Um it's it doesn't directly correlate. Resources. Um Um pay yeah, pay for additional resources. Um and who knows, you could be paying and grinding both weekends. And be like me and be trash at GBL, and it doesn't matter what you have, you're still trash. <laughs> so. It could be a really fun experience. Um, our initial, ex uh, I would say my initial experience with GoFest was pretty cool. Um, I think it certainly helped that we were local anyway. Um, yeah. That... Um, Um, figuring out a schedule. If you're going to play both days as far as go tour in Vegas, um, find some time to experience other aspects of Vegas and don't make the trip only about Pokemon Go um, and give you the opportunity to come away disappointed with what you've caught um, or lack thereof from the event itself 
um, allow yourself yeah, to have a really great way to look at it. Yeah, allow yourself to have fun outside of Pokemon Go, so that you're not you're not uh, leaning on that one experience to to have a good weekend. So, um, um, yeah, uh, I'll be curious to see some more details if if and when they put out some more some more stuff. Um, We'll look into some. I'll look into some details as far as the travel arrangements. See what makes sense, um, cost-wise, location, etc. Um, and then, um, you know, maybe we go, maybe we don't. Um, so, um, I think we expected that this next season was going to be Hoenn. There was speculation it could be something else, but um, this doesn't surprise me. So. I don't know. Are you excited, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the better generations. Um, we're 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 right at a nice stopping spot. But speaking of nice generations, uh, I I have played a significantly more amount of Scarlet, and Jesse, I imagine you have put a a not insignificant amount of time into Pokemon Violet. Um. How uh are you are you excited for Paul Dea to come to Pokemon Go at some point? Or are you just excited about Paul Dea in general, I should say? Uh Really? I I mean I I'm not a fan of them bouncing around these generations. I'd like I'm one of those people that finish everything, finish the set, move on to the next. Oh, oh, oh with Pokemon Go? Yeah. Okay. Um but when we get there, do you think Paul Dea has a chance of like delivering a very solid, a very some very solid additions to Pokemon Go? I haven't seen the entirety of what's available. Really? I haven't spoiled myself. Oh, I mean, I've just explored the open world in. Um, oh, um, no, don't say that, Jim. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm no. interested. Um, (laughs) are they playing the Kraken or are they just playing? Because the problem is if they're playing somebody else, those tickets are going to be expensive. Um, (laughs) yep, he got me. He got me. Um, the, I don't don't know. There's some very interesting things from what we've seen already in the game. Uh huh. I just, I I so there's there's new Pokemon that share very unique typing with uh things that are going on uh or uh there are I I I won't talk about specific Pokemon but there are Pokemon with new type combos which is cool um I, I haven't played with that one I really don't know what its move set is and how it overall runs um so it could be absolutely butt cheeks there is a Pokemon line, a species line that shares a unique typing that we really don't see at all uh, in in the rest of all of the Pokedexes. Um, and that one is very cool and also very defensively weighted and it's great. Um, like, holy cow. Um, um, 
the starters are interesting um, as far as type combos. Um, I don't think they're going to be they're above and beyond. Starters. Um, reverse, reverse, reverse. R- right, but I think I think they have the opportunity to have some interesting movesets and to perform well. Um, I'm curious to see. I have TMs for the pledge moves. Grass pledge, fire pledge, and water pledge. Um, my shooting from the hip first guess is that they look like what um, Frenzy Plant, Hydro Cannon, and um, Blast Burn are, where they're only available to the starters. Um, but they're the uh, pledge moves all were flatline the same. They just changed type. The, the power and usage was the same across all three. Okay, so the the pledge moves are, are the pledge moves from another game. They were substituted for Gen Five, I think. Okay, um, they stopped giving Frenzy Plant and all the rest of those. Okay, because the one the the interesting thing is the flavor text for the pledge moves say that if they're used in combo with another type, a different effect will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, something to the effect of like if water is used with grass, the swampy terrain, or something. Um, oh, that's right. They're terrain gen moves. I, are they terrain gen moves? I believe. Let me look. Um, it, we haven't seen those in Pokemon Go, and that could be really interesting. The downside is, is that I have uh, the. I started with um. What was the grass? Sprigatito. So I started with Sprigatito, um, and Sprigatito seems to be a physical type attacker um stat wise um so i have a <laughs> really fun move set on sprigatito focusing on um physical attack and crit hits um so these are on par with shadow ball for pokemon go the pledges mm-hmm. okay interesting they, if water here's the data for water pledge uh-huh Water Pledge deals 80 base damage power. If a teammate uses Grass or Fire Pledge in the same turn, the move combined into one attack with a base power of 160 and added effects appear. Okay, so in double battles like competitive, in competitive EGC, where you use both use the same move and, uh, with two different Pokemon use the same move at the same on the same turn, then you get added effects. In a double battle, it, used, it hits... Uh, two enemies on the opposing side so it's aoe okay yeah hmm interesting um so here's your bonus effects if water pledge is used with grass pledge the move animation shows grass pledge and a swamp envelops the foes team that halves the opponent's speed for four turns if water pledge is used with fire pledge the move animation shows water pledge in a rainbow appears in the sky on your team's side that doubles the chance of moves secondary effects occurring for four turns so there's some really crazy tricky stuff from those hmm. um i doubt those get implemented in any really interesting way in go no. um <laughs> no. other than they become elemental versions of shadow ball that are then applied on the starters which i think actually can play very well so, other than the starters the other pokemon that can learn pledge are uh the monkeys the pans and the simmies mm. okay 
and Silvali. Huh. Okay. That's not a huge availability pool? Other than the starters. Yeah. Because um, that's what, Gen 5, 6... No. No, Starting... they have, eventually all of the starters could get it. Oh, all right. Uh, so you have everything from Blastoise to Primarina. Wow, that could really help. <laughs> like um, Blastoise or Venusaur, having something that spams faster? Holy cow. I mean, that's not necessarily faster. Mm, well, yeah, in some cases. Um, dude, for Alligator would love it. <laughs> for Alligator would love more defense moves. Um, for Alligator would love it. I think Typhlosion could benefit from something that has a little bit more quickness. Um, huh. Hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I uh, uh, I'm having a fun. T the my I have two major complaints with uh, Scarlet with my time in Scarlet currently. Um, and I will go over them super briefly because I do also want to wrap this up. We're, we're past the two hour mark, just past the two hour mark. Um, first is that because it's open world, um, I got to the mid game and kind of did things not necessarily, there isn't a proper order, but there is an order in which the game's leveling will operate better. Um, so I got to the mid game where I was over leveled for about three or four activities of the like major milestone activities and kind of just breezed through them and didn't feel challenged. And that was a bit of a bummer. So I think level scaling is definitely something that needs to be looked at for the next um, experience. Um, and then um, there are the dragon Terra type Charizard raids that are starting this weekend and then also happening next weekend. Um, and I'm not done with the game yet, but they are end game activities like Uber end game activities that I want to participate in. And it really feels like I'm, I'm needing to rush to get something prepared for them. Um, so that I can get a, a dragon Terra type Charizard because I, you will not be able to get, you will get one dragon type Dragon Terra type Charizard, you can only catch one, and you cannot acquire Charizard any other method until Go is connected, or Pokemon Home is connected to Scarlet and Violet in the first couple months of 2023. So, um, I feel like I'm having to rush the this this later section of the game to be able to get something prepared for it um now it sounds like i can get something built for the most part for these charizard raids um but um um oh i thank you for that jim is him unfortunately it's too late i'm at like the second to last gym i looked up the like uh level order um I never asked the Pokemon Center where to go next or, or like where to go. Huh. That's super, a really smart way of doing it without beating you over the head. But I was dumb. And I never asked uh, Nurse Joy where I should go next. 
Uh, all right. <laughs> I feel stupid. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm literally like in the town with the second to last gym leader. I'm going to go fight the psychic person and then I'm going to go back up and fight the ice person. Um, and then you the... actually be farther than me now. Really? Yeah. You haven't done the psychic gym leader? I I just did the psychic gym leader, but I haven't done the other two. Okay. You've, have you already done the Titans though? Yes. Okay. I haven't done all of the Titans. I have one Titan left and then I have two, I think. Of the Team Star I bosses? Have two Team Star left, too. Yeah, because they put the last two Team Star bosses in areas you just can't ex- uh, can't get to without other um, completing other uh, sections. So, yeah. um, very, very interesting. Um, interesting placement. So, I think that'll do it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning yep. in to the Battle Science podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talked about Pokemon Go and PvP stuff uh, and the new season and a little bit of Scarlet and Violet. Um, if you want to hear more, we do the Battle Science podcast every two weeks, record on Tuesdays, post it live for everyone on Fridays, uh, and post it to uh, Patreon supporters the day after we record it on average. Um Dang, Jim is him is on top of it. He just beat the Elite Four a few hours ago. I am terrified on putting together my Elite Four ready squad of six. Um, I have been thinking about it all day, and I will continue to think about it probably for the next couple of days. So, um, If you want to follow us uh, as we lurk and like and retweet uh, and generally surf the end of Twitter... Uh, you can follow us at battle underscore science on Twitter. Um, you can join our discord, no monetary requirement to join the discord. Um, no barrier to entry. Just come in, say hi, uh, lurk chat, do whatever, but be respectful and please, uh, keep the swearing to a minimum. We try to keep it family friendly. Um, discord, YouTube, youtube.com slash c slash battle science you can check the video on demand of the battle science podcasts uh as well as any streams um or future tournaments we live stream will go up video on demand there on the youtube um let's see patreon youtube twitch.tv slash battle science you're not catching this live you can catch it live every other tuesday um I'll put a poll hiding somewhere, uh, maybe in the Discord, if Discord allows to put polls. I don't know if it... I think it does. Um, if I should do the season of um, mythic, mythical wishes, if I should do a um, Omega Ruby slash GBL playthrough. Um, uh, I played Sapphire back in the day, but I never played any either of the Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire games, and I'm kind of down for it, considering um, I'm able to stream those games f- very easily. So, um, yeah. Uh, I think that'll do it. Jesse, you got anything left? Be safe out there. Have fun. Stay hydrated. Yep. If you're here in the Washington area, we're hitting, getting hit by some of our first, sto- uh, first winter storm. 
Um, it's cold. Be safe. Stay warm. Uh, Jesse's right. Drink water. Um, yeah, we'll catch you out there on the battlefield.